The following is a Galactic Network podcast. For more, go to GNCast.com. That's G-N-C-A-S-T-S dot com. In this episode of the Sci-Fi Survival Guide, we will look at time travel. As this subject is a complex subject, I will mainly be ignoring the many kinds of paradox that can arise. Of course, these can always be investigated at a later date. We will, however, begin with a synopsis of what time travel is, and of course follow that with the steps to survival. Afterwards, we shall have a dramatisation on what I believe the true usage of time travel will be. This was inspired by one of my favourite podcasts, the Richard Herring's Leicester Square Theatre Podcasts. It is an interview-based podcast between two comedians. Richard Herring is a British comedian and somewhat of a fan of time travel and its many conundrums. In his show, if his interviews are becoming stalled, he reverts to an emergency question. One such question is as follows. Kettle crisps are not as nice as they once were. Have I changed? Or have they? If you could take one item back in time to try to see if it was changed or different in some way, what would you take back? Now he has a very good point here. So many of our familiar brands, our familiar foodstuffs, items, technology have changed. So with his permission, I thought I would dramatise that answer. As I had sought his permission, I thought it was only fair that I sought Kettle Crisp's permissions too. And not only did they say yes, but they have kindly provided some of their product for me to take back in time to carry out a comparison. So with thanks to the kind permission of Richard Herring and of Kettle Crisps, I would like to begin with the synopsis of Simplified Time Travel. Time travel is the concept of movement, such as by a human, between certain points in time. Analogous to movement between different points in space, typically using hypothetical devices known as time machines. These are in the form of a vehicle or a portal connecting distant points in time. Time travel is a recognised concept in philosophy and fiction, 
but travelling to an arbitrary point in time has very limited support in theoretical physics, and usually only in conjuncture with quantum mechanics or Einstein-Rosen bridges. In a more narrow sense, one-way time travel into the future via time dilation is a proven phenomena in relativistic physics, but travelling any significant distance requires motion at speeds close to the speed of light, which is not feasible for human travel with current technology. The concept was touched upon in various early works of fiction, but was popularised by H.G. Wells's 1895 novel The Time Machine, which moved the concept of time travel into the public imagination, and it remains a popular subject in science fiction. Some ancient myths depict skipping forward in time. In Hindu mythology, the Mahabharat mentions the story of King Kakadumi, who travels to heaven to meet the creator Brahma, and is shocked to learn when he returns to earth that many ages have passed. Early science fiction stories feature characters who sleep for years and awaken in a changed society. Prolonged sleep, like the more familiar time machine, is used as a means of time travel in stories. Decades long and centuries long sleep is featured in many ancient myths. Like forward time travel, Backward time travel has an uncertain origin. Samuel Madsen's Memoirs of the 20th Century is a series of letters from the British ambassadors in 1997 and 1998 to diplomats in the past, conveying the political and religious conditions of the future. But this was written in 1733. Charles Dickens' A Christmas Carol is an early depiction of time travel in both directions, as the protagonist, Ebenezer Scrooge, is transported to Christmas past and future. However, these might be interpreted as visions rather than time travel, because Scrooge experiences the time periods as an observer, rather than a participant. One of the first stories to feature time travel by means of a machine is The Clock That Went Backward by Edward Page Mitchell. However, the mechanism borders on fantasy. An unusual clock when wound runs backwards and transports people nearby back in time. H.G. Wells is the time machine popularised the concept of time travel by mechanical means, utilising a crafted vehicle for the traveller to reside in. However, in science, the theory of general relativity does suggest a scientific basis for the possibility of backward time travel in certain unusual scenarios.
although arguments from semi-classical gravity suggest that when quantum effects are incorporated into general relativity, these loopholes may be closed. These semi-classical arguments led Hawking to formulate the chronology protection conjecture, suggesting that the fundamental laws of nature prevent time travel. But physicists cannot come to a definite judgment on the issue without a theory of quantum gravity to join quantum mechanics and general relativity into a completely unified theory. According to the theory of relativity, a signal or matter moving faster than light from one point to another would appear in some inertial frame or reference as moving backwards in time. This is a consequence of the relativity or simulanimity in special relativity, which says that in some cases different reference frames will disagree on whether two events at different locations happened at the same time or not. And they can also disagree on the order of two events. Technically, this disagreement occurs when the space-time interval between the events is space-like, meaning that neither event lies in the future light cone of the other. If one of the two events represents sending of a signal from one location and the second event represents the reception of the same signal at another location, then as long as the signal is moving at the speed of light or slower, the mathematics of similarity ensures that all reference frames agree that the transmission event happened before the reception event. Wormholes are a hypothetical warped space-time which are also permitted by the Einstein field equations of general relativity. Although it would not be possible to travel through a wormhole unless it were known as a traversable wormhole. Quantum mechanical phenomena, such as a quantum teleportation, the EPR paradox, or quantum entanglement, might appear to create a mechanism that allows for faster-than-light communication, or time travel. And in fact, some interpretations of quantum mechanics, such as the Bohm interpretation, presume that some information is being exchanged between particles instantaneously in order to maintain correlations between particles. This effect was referred to as spooky action at a distance by Einstein. Nevertheless, the fact that causality is preserved in quantum mechanics is a rigorous result in modern quantum field theories and therefore modern theories do not allow for time travel or faster than light communication in any specific instance where faster than light has been claimed more detained 
and detailed analysis has proven that to get a signal, some form of classical communication must also be used. The no communication theorem also gives a general proof that quantum entanglement cannot be used to transmit information faster than classical signals. The fact that these quantum phenomena apparently do not allow faster than light time travel is often overlooked in popular press coverage of quantum teleportation experiments. How the rules of quantum mechanics work to preserve causality is an active area of research. Having said that, science fiction has its own answers as to how time travel works. For the basis of this podcast, I am going to use a science fiction version of time travel that will be called quantum displacement. This is designed to manipulate time space through an electrical device. It is designed defined as a manipulation through an electrical device that disrupts at a quantum level. Essentially, this device will actively seek the same particles from an earlier or later time. This creates the bridge that connects the artificial wormhole and will allow the device swearer to step through the artificial event horizon to another time. Near precise accuracy is achieved by comparing various particles from the host. Hauntings, sky sounds, parallel universes, monster sightings, the New World Order, ghost ships, urban legends, mysterious radio broadcasts, and secret government facilities are just a few things we've talked about on Weird World Weekly. Listen to find out what's next. Go to gncasts.com slash weird to listen, find out more, and subscribe to the podcast that discusses the paranormal, mythological, conspiratorial, unexplained, or anything else we think is a little strange and out of the ordinary. Also, Matt's continuing search for turkey recipes. It's all on Weird World Weekly, part of the Galactic Netcast network of shows, also available wherever you listen to podcasts. Next follows the steps to time travel survival. How to tell if you have travelled in time. This all depends on how far you have travelled in time. If you were to travel just a day, then you might not actually know that you have travelled. Of course, the easiest way would be to ask someone, but the main difficulty with this is appearing as mentally unstable. Fortunately, newspapers have been stamping the date since the 17th century. So as long as you do not travel back further than this, you should be okay. 
if you are lucky enough to be able to travel into the future, then you might have access to some form of information point. As long as you travelled a sufficient number of years, then you should not have too much trouble and should not have too much of an issue recognising that you have travelled in time. Surviving time travel. You would need to ensure that you looked like you fitted in. There is not much use going back to a thousand years if you are burned as a witch. Language could also be quite prohibitive. If you are going back a short space of time, then you shouldn't look or sound too much out of place. Otherwise, the best advice for surviving time travel is to keep your mouth shut. Find someone who could take care of you for a few days or a week and then look for employment, perhaps at the local church. This is likely to draw the least attention. Avoid any members of your own family and never introduce new world technologies into old world communities. Choosing your equipment. In our dramatization, the protagonist is only going to be going back 15 to 20 years and is therefore able to research quite easily as to fashion, equipment and electronics. But what about further back or forward? A pocket knife and a compass may seem like a good idea, but this might be introducing concepts that are yet to be discovered. A map or atlas might be controversial. If I had to insist on only one item for all time travellers, then I would recommend a lighter. That way you can easily dispose of any items that do not meet the current period. Research and be well read and you should be okay. It would be easier to time jump in a place that hasn't changed its currency for a while. Finding yourself in France with francs would be foolish, especially the first time you tried to pay with a euro. How to dress. As much fun as it would be to visit the 1970s and wear the best suit or lord yourself about in a vintage Viv Westwood, it would be more advisable to be understated. Simple, timeless clothing. After all, you could acquire new clothing quite easily. This applies for backwards and forwards time travel. As clothing can be quite easily well, quite easy to give you away. Maybe choose a destination that has no habitation. However, when you arrive, you should be close enough to observe, yet far enough away, somewhat covert. Perhaps, if you wish to know how to dress, your materialization point 
should be a local park or similar. Preparing a dwelling. Over the ages there have been many dwellings that are abandoned. You could walk around your town right now and discover any number of them. These could be used if you are able to get entry. Should you find yourself in a more modern environment, then simply stay in lodgings such as a hotel or bed and breakfast. Or perhaps find yourself a place to camp in a woodland or secluded farmland. On the road. As long as you have taken the precautions so far and have not drawn attention to yourself, there is no reason why you would have any issues on the road. Assemble a group. There should be no requirements to assemble a group, unless of course you become trapped. In that instant, I would suggest a group of science students and postgraduates, as they would be best placed to assist in the complicated mathematics required to get you home. Dealing with other time travellers. The danger of other time travellers would not immediately be apparent, unless, of course, they were unethical time travellers. If you notice an unethical traveller attempting to pervert the course of time, then it would be your duty, as an ethical traveller, to stop them by any means possible. Long-term survival. If the worst happens and you get stranded in the past, then several things can be done. Write letters, websites and other publications that seek out other time agencies. In a world of conspiracy, you can get away with saying almost anything. As long as you are sufficiently below the radar. You wouldn't want to be subject to sectioning by doctors and excluded from society. Using your knowledge could make you rich or popular if you happen to be in the past. Of course, if you are trapped in the future, then my advice is to try not to be noticed. How to prepare early. If you need to prepare for time travel event, then read Knowledge is Power. The more you know, the more you hope to survive. You need to read. You need to research. If you are to survive, you need to know key points, key events, and know what to look for. You can prepare early. The Sci-Fi Survival Guide is just one podcast of many that is available from the Galactic Network. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter and all other social medias. You could donate some of your coffee money to help us keep the lights on and the podcasts 
been produced. You can do all this and more at gncasts.com. Subscribe, donate, or just send us a message and become part of our Slack chat team. We'd very much like your interaction. The drama you are about to hear, in my opinion, is not perfect. I almost never added it to this podcast. You see, time travel is complicated. And I do not believe I have conveyed just how complicated it is. It is not as simple as selecting a period in time and going back. You would think it is. The mini drama episode I have portrayed lasts for 20 minutes. And if you do not wish to listen, then this is the end of the podcast. However, should you continue listening, I welcome your feedback as to how this could have been produced better. I hope I have managed to convey the frustrations of time travel and also convey the pettiness that humans would use a technology such as that for. I should say that I would like to thank Richard Herring for giving permission to use his concept. That was most kind of him. You should check out his podcasts and if you are lucky his comedy routines. I would also like to thank Kettle Crisps for allowing me to use their brand. If you have any questions, then please email me survive at gncasts.com. Finally, finally, I can release. I can release this to the. I've been looking forward to this. Right, so start recording. Okay, so we need to. Okay, la la la. One, two, one, two. My name is Professor Simon Hawkes. My name is Professor Simon Hawkes. Okay, we put, yeah, they know, uh, right, okay, <clears throat> okay, taking notes, starting now, finally, I can reveal to the world the device, thanks to the new understanding of quantum entanglement, we can now travel backwards in time, the machine itself is anchored here, only able to refer to... Can I, I mean, do I need to say that, anchored here? Okay, um, take that, uh, take that sentence out. 
and we will go with uh, the machine is only able to traverse backwards and we need to establish some rules in how to use it. Um, as you will be aware the understanding from the Institute is that it will be required to create the rules um, obviously it's not like we can travel back in time and just going around to kill Hitler pause for laughter okay and then we just uh, PowerPoint presentation slide one two three and we will go with um, uh, according to the comedian Richard Herring he would use a machine to compare kettle crisps to see if his taste had changed rather than a recipe and whilst the idea seems frivolent it isn't as silly as it first sounds the Institute can take steps to um, obtain samples to analyze and compare products and um, oh, do you know what oh, right um, I'm sure one of the I'm sure one of the others can pick this up so cheers everyone to the uh, to the future past. so stupid it's a time machine and not a time and space machine I just have to wait I just have to wait until the uh, recall to connect oh, I'm determined to test this well done basically you've gone back four days oh, you stupid idiot
feel very, very strange. Well, so as far as tests go, that worked. Need to, need to test. <laughs> really? Okay, that's, an, oh, that's if I take, if I take the portable bracelet, I'm going to test it. <laughs> I'm going <laughs> to, no, that's stupid. I'm going to test it. I'm going to go back in time and see what kettle crisps taste like. <laughs> oh, that's just so stupid. <laughs> Excellent. Okay, well, um, I think next step is uh, taxi to the train station. Yeah, can I have a, a ticket, please? Um, yeah. To Newcastle. Sorry, what? £120? Yeah, I'm not... I'm not prepared to pay £120. No. Um, <laughs> that's quite a lot of money. Right. When... When... When was it about half that price? Well, that might just work. Okay. station whoa is it of course it looks different you idiot just uh well the newspaper seems to say it is okay from 99th yes mate uh, i'd like um like a ticket please to uh to newcastle 62 quid no problem there you go oh, oh yeah um Okay, no, 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 no. Okay, no, just give us them back, mate. Uh, I'll be back in a moment. Okay, no, no, that's okay. Thanks very much.
Well, at least we know this time travel isn't bad for you. <sighs> Taxi. Oh yeah, research park, please. Thank you. Ah, oh, you idiot. Well done, Professor Dork. Yeah, trying to pay for something with 2016 plastic fibers. Bloody idiot. Thank you. Right. We'll try this again. I have ancient fivers with me. I've just bought a ticket. The reason I'm going to Newcastle is I happen to know a place that sells kettle crisps. <laughs> it's ridiculous, really. Well, when I when I was a student, they sold them in the pub I worked at. Seems reasonable. Although, I know people are worried about the paradox, but I have no recollection of me turning up at the pub and buying crisps. How weird. I wonder if it's gonna... Oh well, let's just get on the train and find out. Can't beat six hours on a train. Okay, well, it's just a short walk to the station. It should be good. <sighs> you alright, mate? Excuse me, mate. Excuse me, mate. Yep. No. Hello. Just a bag of crisps, please, mate. No, just a bag of crisps. Bag of crisps. No. The kettle ones. Kettle. I'm sorry, mate. I've just run out. Fair enough.
I've just had enough of this. I seem to have spent all my time travelling on trains, travelling through time. Should we go home? We'll have a rest. And then we're going to try this again tomorrow. Oh. To the pub. Yes, mate. Hello. Yeah. Bag of crisps, mate. Yeah, just ready salted. Yep, the kettle warm. Oh, that's canny. No, thank you very much. Hmm. No, I don't want to drink now. I'm all right. I'm good with the crisps. That's a familiar accent you've got. <laughs> yeah, I get that a lot. No, let's say that's a really familiar accent that you've got. Where are you from? Oh, duh, trust me, you probably don't want to know. Mm, I'm not sure about that. If I can guess, buy me a drink. Well, no, that, that, that bill's not on. I draw Chris. No, I'm alright, cheers. Not when I'm working. So come on then. Where's your accent from? Well, alright, it's, it's complicated. It's a Grimsby accent, but I've travelled around a bit. Well, I come from Grimsby. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know you do. Hmm. These are good crisps. Yeah, they're alright. If I offered you some from this small packet and then some from this packet, will you try them and tell me if they're the same? Well, it's the same packet, mate. Of course they're the same. No, I think the ones that you've sold me taste better. Really? Well, yeah. Here, give me a mirror. So this is mine. And this is yours. No. No, they're tasting identical, mate. Hmm. Okay. I must admit they do taste they do taste better here, both lots. Weird. Well they're bound to, mate, ain't they? Alright? 
Well, yeah. It's a fact. Everything tastes better in a pub. Atmosphere and stuff. Well, I suppose you got a point. Anyway, mate, uh, I've, take, I've taken up enough of your time with crisp nonsense. Um, I'm sure we'll bump into each other or something. <laughs> Will we? Yeah, okay, dude. Thank you very much. See you later. Cheers now. Institute. Best of luck with your time travel and your time travel experiments. Truthfully, I think you're going to be hugely disappointed because it just gets so complicated. It really does. Um, you might want to put wheels on it or build it into a vehicle. That's all I'm saying. This has been a Galactic Network podcast. For more, go to GNCast.com. That's G-N-C-A-S-T-S dot com.